Hello, and welcome back to episode three of the podcast where I'm just talking. In today's episode, I'll be talking about the three best round one MLB draft picks. And since I didn't have a baseball card segment for you guys last time, I have a special one for you today. I'll be going over the all-time greatest sets from the Junk Wax era. And to wrap it up, I'm going to predict the record of every single MLW team for the regular season. So let's get right into it. Now, for my three best MLB draft picks of the first round, I'm going to start with Reed Detmers, pitcher from Louisville, Kentucky, drafted 10th overall by the Angels. The Angels, despite having Shohei Otani, Julio Teheran, and Dylan Bundy, they still are in desperate need of a good pitcher. I'm not saying that any of those guys are bad. They just need more good pitchers. And he is definitely the man for the job. I am very excited to see what he can do. The second uh, player is Asa Lacey, pitcher drafted fourth overall by the Royals. He's an explosive player with so much potential. The Royals also are in desperate need of a pitcher. And boy, did they cash out. Standing six foot four, his fastball absolutely annihilates batters. His changeup is, oh, it's beautiful. <clears throat> this kid has so much potential. Very excited to see what he can do. I'm going to wrap it up with Nick Gonzalez, a shortstop drafted seventh overall by the Pirates. He's a great all-around player. His hitting is beautiful, as well as his fielding. I really do not think that the Pirates missed out here at all. He's a great shortstop. Uh, of course, shortstops are known for hitting, and he can really hit. He gets a lot of balls hit towards him, so <laughs> very, very excited to see what he can do. Alrighty, now we are moving on to the greatest baseball card sets of all time from the Junk Wax era. I'm going to start with 1987 Tops because it is one of those classic sets that will always be remembered. Some of the prime cards you can get in it are the Barry Bonds rookie card, Greg Maddox rookie card, Bo Jackson rookie card, Mark McGuire rookie card, Barry Larkin rookie card. The list goes on as so, so many classic rookies. It's an unbelievable set, and I highly recommend that if you have a chance, then definitely pick some up. On to the next set. It is going to be 1991 Stadium Club. Now, bear with me here for a second. I know you probably are thinking to yourself, what even is Stadium Club? Let me explain. Some of the best cards are Jeff Bagwell's rookie card, Ricky Henderson, and even Nolan Ryan. Their Nolan Ryan is one of the most iconic cards in there, uh, worth about 3 to $5 actually right now. These cards may not be uh, as iconic, well, except for the Nolan Ryan, <laughs> but are definitely worth some money when you put it together. Once again, I highly recommend you pick some up if you ever have a chance. 1991 Stadium Club. I'm going to end this segment on 1987 Fleer. I think today we have definitely learned that 1987 is one of the greatest rookie classes ever. However, 1987 Fleer is more than just rookie cards. They're Nolan Ryan, Reggie Jackson, Roger Clemens, Jose Canseco, and Wade Boggs cards. Once again, 
the list goes on. Another great thing about them is that they're really cheap. You can get the complete set for about $30, and that is why I think they should make it onto this list. A great set. Once again, the cards do look very nice. Um, <clears throat> anyways, moving on to the final segment. I'll be predicting every single MLW team's regular season record. I'm going to start out with the Western Wildcats. They are one of those teams that are just meh. You may not agree with me because they started with a 1-2 record, and out of all the other teams, how could they be the worst? Well, I tell you, things are just going to go downhill for them. Kyle needs to step it up for them, and that's pretty much it. I see them finishing off with a 4-11 and record, so not the greatest. We've seen much better from them. The next team I'll talk about is the Downtown Diamondbacks. They are a pretty underrated team, but no, it ain't happening for them this year. I mean, like I said before, Jimmy Norp was a great pick and all, but it just doesn't cut it for me. They are one of the new teams and should be given time in the league to get used to it. I predict also 4-11 will be their record. Um, they are a team that in the next few years can get a lot better. The Metro Magic. They are also a new team and actually showed some promise last year. However, my problem is that they have not improved so far this year, and they have also just played one series. It is definitely possible for them to be a top three team within the next year or so, but 7-8 and eight is what I think their record will be. The Great Lakes Gators. They are a very good team coming into 2020, but I just don't see it working out for them. They selected Brendan Jorgensen in the draft, but he has not really proved himself much yet. 8-7 and seven is their final record, according to me. All right, so now we are getting down to some of the best teams in the league. And even though they are tied for the best team in the league right now, with the best record, they are still a team that needs to improve a lot more. The Pacific Predators. And yes, I know, they won the World Series last year, but I still don't think they will bounce back. 10-5 and five is my guess to, as to what their final record will be. So, obviously, nothing to be ashamed of. They're an amazing team. Now, they are my favorite team, but they have gotten off to kind of a rough start. The Eastern Eagles. They won their series against the Diamondbacks 2-1 to one, and now are 3-3. Three and three. And I think they will continue to get better. It's just that there are other teams that will be even more better. Uh, I see them finishing off with also a 10-5 and record. They were the runner-up team in the World Series last year. Uh, I'm just excited to see what they can do for the rest of the season. Alrighty, the final two teams. The Midwest Mallards, the second-to-last team, they went into the season with high expectations, and they already have shown us what they can do. They selected Trevor Bonham in the draft, and he has already been really good. I think they'll continue to have a great season, finishing off with an 11-4 and record. 
All right, the final team I will talk about before I wrap it up is the Coastal Cobras. They are a team who, going into 2020, no one had high expectations for. Boy, did they turn that around, sweeping the Diamondbacks. They did trade their pick in the draft for a first-round pick in 2021. That move will obviously do nothing for them this season, but being one of the best teams in the league right now could definitely pay off because, you know, say they make it to the World Series, no matter what, they're still getting the first-round pick. Uh, 12-3 is my prediction for their 2020 regular season. Obviously, again, nothing to be ashamed of. The Cobras are a team that have really turned it around, and within the next few years, they can only get better. That'll wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, why not go down to the description and click on that link to my YouTube channel. Please go check it out. Also, I make a podcast every Monday and Friday for you guys, and I hope to see you in the next one. Bye.